Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. It's the home of the Afropolitan, Kai FM 95.9. You're tuned into the drive-thru with Sandy Lefan Hirden and myself, Musibudi Whitehead. We have a great guest in studio with us today as we celebrate a fantastic month for women's football in South Africa. Bantuana doing the business at the Under-17 World Cup, picking up a first point for the team at the tournament. And Banyana Banyana, of course, qualifying for the World Cup can they go a step further by beating Nigeria to yes, win their can. first? You think yes, so? they can. Simpiwe thank you so much for joining us in studio. Bantuana coach and, of course, former Banyana Banyana player. Thank you so much for, for spending some time with us on the drive-thru. Thank you. Finally, I make it to Kai FM. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Thank you so much for coming. I mean, you must be excited about the space that uh, women's football is in right now in South Africa. We, it's a great time to be alive in South Africa because incredible things are happening, you know. They're changing the face of women's football mm. with limited resources, yet we are thriving, you know, through that. I think as women in sports, we, we, we get enthusiasm, motivation from getting less. You can only imagine mm. what more we can achieve if we, we had it all, you know, yeah. uh, in our hands, all the support, all the resources, everything. But yeah, it's 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 really amazing to see what's happening in in women's football because it's saying to that girl child, even a boy child that's there playing football, mm-hmm. hey, live your dreams. It's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what was that experience like of the Under Seventeen World Cup? Because you correctly mentioned that uh, women's football has far less resources in South Africa. There's a lot of hope there. Uh, we just have to fight harder and smarter. You know, because uh, we could be sitting here in any platform and just talking, talking, but there's no implementation of Mm -hmm. solutions. Then we are going 10 steps back or 10 years back, you know. So I think I'd like to see myself as a pioneer of uh, women's football and adding value to it. And how do I do that? By standing up and doing something positive, you know. Mm -hmm. So being part of the under 17 gave me that opportunity to add value to the young girls that were part of that team. Even the ones that were not there, they were left inspired even though they didn't make it into the team it was remarkable to see their faces jetting off to Uruguay Mm. you know I had forgotten how happy and excited they were when we qualified in Morocco but when it was finally getting on board um to Uruguay, it was like, Coach, we're going, there's no turning back. And some of them were even teasing me and saying, well, I'm going to drop and go, Coach. I think, like, you know, because they could see themselves. You take it till Sunday. You know, so um, it was really exciting to see them light up when we arrived in, in Uruguay and they like, yeah, we are here. This is it, you know, patting each other on the back, taking selfies and all of that because it doesn't come any day. It doesn't come to any ordinary human being or soccer player at any time, you know. It was once in a lifetime opportunity for them. All of them was the first time getting to be at the World Cup. Um, some of them even getting to be outside of Africa. It was mm. the first time, you know. And those are experiences that you'd love for them to experience a lot more yes. quite frequently. I mean, um, at my at their age, my time, I couldn't have dreamt of going to a World Cup because I didn't even know women's football existed, mm-hmm. you know. So they have that opportunity and it's for us to support them as much as we can. Not to say to them, yeah, you have once in a lifetime opportunity. No, it's their time, it's their era. We should be celebrating them. You know, and hope that it happens more and more. Yes, it has to happen rapidly because when we qualified this time, it was eight years in between. We missed three World Cups. We've missed on trends in the World Cup. We've missed out on a lot more. Where you it could you could tell when we were at that World Cup, 
the coaches that are there they've been doing this for so long they know how to be better in the next world cup they know how to prepare better in the next world cup because the previous time they failed i mean if you look at mexico now they are through to the final mm. the last time they it's the first time they made it past the quarterfinals semis now they're in the final for the very first time and you held them in the group. to a draw yeah we did those chicharitas they fight hello hello mm, sure. and it's the heart that they have you know and it's the experience of playing in tournaments it's the experience of being exposed a lot more not only when you've qualified for a big tournament or a big stage because then there's a lot that goes into it emotionally physically you freeze you can be as prepared as you want but if you are not regularly exposed to such challenges at the highest level sometimes you i could feel my heart pounding on their behalf mm -hmm. i can only imagine how they felt when they were warming up they were saying to me your oh, coach you 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 truby lela <laughs> <laughs> we're lining up next to brazil can you believe it yeah you know so so um but all of them i know for a fact Guti, they've come back different players different human beings because ours in youth football is to make sure that they don't just become good footballers but yeah. good citizens of the world that can go out there and say i can face the world at any level doing anything academically as a person and that's what you want to achieve in youth football more than anything it is the drive-through on the home of the afropolitan with myself sandy lefan here and we're and musiburi whitehead and we are in conversation with bandwana coach simpiwe zuzu and that conversation continues after the break you're listening to kai fm 95.9 it's the home of the afropolitan on the drive through today bantuana coach simpiwe luzu gives us her thoughts on the team that recently participated at the under 17 world cup as well as banyana banyana who've qualified for the world cup and are facing nigeria in the final of the women's afcon this weekend and I know the conversations of how do we get women's football, especially in South Africa and Africa, to that level where we know it can be. And hopefully your guys' performance will inspire a lot more sponsorships, of more, a lot more money in your way. But what I want to talk about right now is your relationship with these girls. Because even looking at you now, Coach, speaking about these girls and watching the videos that we got to see uh, coming from Uruguay, the singing. Yes. I think South Africa were considered the happiest team at the tournament. I mean, FIFA's Twitter account came tweeting you girls singing and you guys supporting Ghana uh, it was beautiful scenes maybe if you can just tell us what kind of relationship of course we know the coach player relationship but what else were you to these girls and how did you get them to be these happy joyful uh, appreciative uh, young women you know when you coach a youth team like this one we know that uh, we are challenged with regular competition, especially at that level in South Africa. Not having a professional league yeah. makes things even more difficult. We don't have a lot of academies. Um, a lot of them are not in structured football. Though they have pure talent, they, they know how to play football, but it's not as structured as you want it to be so that they're ready for the national teams. So as a coach, you sit down and see which struggle can I pick? and mm. run with it and most of the time you find them they know how to play football but there's certain things you cannot correct and teach in a space of three weeks three months or a year because mm. young players are inconsistent they are growing physically mentally they keep changing you know so i had to sit down and see what can i bank on in order to help them have the confidence that I have as an individual because it won't, won't work if I'm confident as a coach but my troops are not. Mm -hmm. So for me it was to make sure that I win the change room 
And once you do that with youth players, it's easy for them to adapt. It's easy for them to really see what they are doing that can progress, can be better. So, Coach, obviously, just listening to you and, and, and getting a, a taste of your mind just shows that there's a lot more that goes on into coaching, uh, the managing of the different characters. If I were to ask you, though, from your trip in Uruguay, and I'm assuming you got to spend time with other coaches, what is the one area you feel we can improve on and learn from the other teams that are succeeding, work on? Because as we say, there's a lot that we need to do in women's football in the country. But if there's one that maybe sticks out that is doable, that we can learn from the other successful teams, what would you say it is? The biggest thing I walked away with from the World Cup is character before skill. Most of the coaches there, they pick players with character more than skill. Some of the players and the teams I saw, they are not as skillful as we are. Mm. But because we lacked character to carry each other, we lack character. And it's a cultural thing. You see it mostly in the PSL team anyway, where players are unable to coach each other on the field and say, yes. you do this, do that, do that. Yes. And, and when then they, they make come a mistake, up, they look at the bench immediately. It, it, you know, they look at the bench to say, what is coach going to say? So that goes from down there. That is the biggest thing I learned, that when picking players, you must have at least overflow of character. Mm. Because if I could get a red card... So like the, leaders. Yes, you need each and every player on that field to be a leader themselves. Mm. Because once they are able to grasp that, they are able to say no. coach when he's at 15, at 16. It was incredible seeing the Mexicans, how they are doing it. How they are able to coach each other and say, you move there, somebody does a mistake already, they are shouting at them on the field and it's move on. So we have to find a way or a biggest tool that can help our players to have the character and be able to have a stronghold over opponents. So that was the biggest thing for me to say, probably preparing for the next World Cup, when I go around scouting, as much as you have the skill, the talent, I must look at character. It must beat everything else because you can't teach character mm. but you can teach skill yeah you can teach other things you are listening to the drive through with myself sandy lefant here and musibudi whitehead on kaya fm the home of the afropolitan and joining us in studio is bantwana coach simpiwa before we let you go i have to ask you you've been traveling a lot what mm. was the first thing you did when you got back home <laughs> to south africa yes <laughs> i asked for Yes. I I wanted this part. I wanted everything that I could not eat for the past uh, four to six weeks. Yes. I was like, can I just umayo nyana gay? You know, snoopy juice nyana, please. Nyakela maskopas nyana. Obviously, Adachi wouldn't recommend to your players regularly. No, no, but it was just for me to feel good to. You home. I'm home. Coach, what we didn't ask you though, your contract. What's the future hold for you? Well, uh, God blessed me a lot this year. You know, um, Safa appointed me as a full-time coach for the under-17. And I'm also um, working at the High Performance Center, which is the Safa Academy. So I'm already looking at the young ones because the biggest thing that uh, we are learning as an association is continuity. And that's what is happening with Coach Des as well because it would be pointless to bring in someone today, tomorrow it's someone else. Mm. Because And I'm still staying with the under-17s because... I want to keep bringing 
that good talent for the under 20, for the under, uh, for Banyana Banyana, you know, yeah. probably when the time is right, then we can move up. But mm -hmm. there's still a lot more to do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get excited and say, no, I'm chasing this position and that, no. I know my passion and I know my purpose. And right now, Safa has made it a bit more easier for me to say, let's, they've appointed me. So I'm no longer interim coach. I'm a full-time permanent, permanent uh, coach of the Beautiful. under 17. For, for the sake of continuity and the growth of the women's game. Coach, thank you so much once again for your time. It seems like under 17, women's football is in great hands. Uh, that was uh, Coach Simpiwa Lulu returning from Uruguay where the girls uh, got a point and made us proud on and off the field. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.